Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress To the city point Giving him your best, nothing like the rest Passing every test, you know he's the one, yeah Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress To the city point Giving him your best, nothing like the rest Passing every test, you know he's the one, yeah Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress To the city point Giving him your best, nothing like the rest Passing every test There's a word from the Lord uh, that can be found in Hebrews chapter 13, uh, verses 20 through 21. Hebrews 13, uh, uh, verses 20 through 21. I'll be reading from the New International Version. It says, Now may may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant, brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I want to talk for a few moments about a New Year's blessing. A New Year's blessing. Please bow with me in a word of prayer. Lord, thank you for giving me this chance to preach your word. I pray that you will allow me to uh, preach in a way that is real and relevant to your people so that we can all leave here better than we were when we came. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It was early 2021, and we had just hired our first full-time staff members here at the church. In that first two weeks of work, I quickly came to understand both the cost and responsibility that comes along with ensuring that a staff has all of the necessary tools, resources, and equipment to do the work that I hired them to do. We leased MacBooks, and and I learned that the MacBooks that were required for video editors and graphic designers were not just those off-the-shelf MacBooks that you can get from Best Buy. I quickly learned some of them needed to be custom ordered to contain certain kinds of processor speeds and technology and software to ensure that they could handle the work that the staff needed to do. Additionally, I realized that we needed camera equipment. And I found out that those consumer level cameras that they let you play with at Best Buy would not get the job done. Uh, And so the uh, budget for the equipment that I had created based on my uneducated assumptions about what these things would cost was quickly blown through. But, But budget notwithstanding, I decided to push through and got for the staff all of the equipment and the tools that were needed because I understood this one thing for sure. You cannot expect people to do a job well if you don't provide them with the proper tools, equipment, and resources to get the job done. You and I have effectively been hired by God. Our compensation package includes the sign-on bonus of salvation by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. He hired us to do some Christ-centered work with our lives. We can simply call it the will of God. 
Maybe today and perhaps in the week leading up to today, you have been contemplating how to improve yourself and your work and how to become more effective at your purpose, how to grow and become more impactful at what you feel that God has assigned for you to do. Perhaps you feel like I do that if I had just had the right network, if I just had the right opportunities, if I just had the right systems in place, if I just had the right skill or the right platform, I could be more effective at what I feel called to do. I stopped by this New Year's morning to tell you that God is a better boss than me. That if I will do my best to ensure that staff is equipped with what they need to get their job done, that God will do that so much more. Uh, God, the one that created us and the universe. God, the one that flung all the stars in the sky and calls them all by name. God, the one who breathed the breath of life into us can be expected to equip us with everything we need to do God's will. That, that's really all that I came down to the South Loop today to talk about. I, I came to pronounce upon all of us the blessing that the writer of Hebrews pronounced to the Christians 2,000 years ago. The blessing that has embedded within it the fact that you can have an expectation as you move through life striving to do the will of God. That you can have an expectation that God will give you what you need. That God will give you the skill, the opportunity, the resources that God will equip you to do his will. And so I don't have a long sermon. It really ain't all that deep. I could have texted that to you this morning and saved you a trip up here. But while we're together, I might as well unpack the text just for a moment. By way of background, this passage comes from the letter or the epistle to the Hebrews. It's not like Galatians or Ephesians or Romans where it is a letter that is written to a particular group of Christians at a location. Instead, it is written to Jewish Christians in general. Throughout Hebrews, the unknown, the, the unknown writer unpacks in Hebrews in terms that Jews would understand and with analogies they would understand. He unpacks that Jesus is supreme that they should keep their faith in Jesus despite persecution. Persecution in their day involved the losing of lives, the, the losing of loved ones. It, it involved being ostracized from family, being run out of one's community for being a blasphemer, for believing in Jesus. This is what persecution looked like in their day. In our day, evangelicals claim that they are being persecuted if they have to not discriminate against people based on sexual orientation. Uh, but I'm thankful for books like Hebrews that remind us what real first century persecution looked like. That they were losing everything. And the writer wants to make sure that they are convinced that when it comes to Jesus, even though you may be losing a lot, you pick the right one. Even though you might be facing some hardships, keep on keeping on. In chapter 13, the writer, who many speculate is Paul or Apollos, is closing out the letter. And in a typical fashion of the day, in closing out this letter, 
he pronounces a blessing or a benediction and a doxology. What he does is right there in verse 20, he says, Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Embedded in this blessing in doxology is the presumption that we can have a legitimate expectation for God to grant us everything we need to accomplish God's will. And so I want to just spend a few minutes looking at this text to unpack it. The first thing that I see here is that the writer is saying, may God equip you from his power. May God equip you from his power. Look at verse 20. It says, now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. Notice in the text that it states a qualifier when mentioning God. Not that the reader would not know which God the writer is referring to. No, the writer basically flexes for God. He refers to him as the God who brought back Jesus from the dead. Yes, that God. That may, may that God who has the power to reverse death and decay, may that God grant you from his power the equipment that you need to do his will. Here in the text, the writer seems to be establishing confidence. He seems to be establishing some confidence in the reader that for the God who has resurrection power, for the God that has the power and the ability to get Jesus up from the dead, he is flexing to say that that God is able to ensure that the resources that you need to do his will is done. Effectively, he is saying that for God that was able to raise Jesus up from the dead, whatever you need in your life, that's light work for God. That, that it might seem too big for you and I, but to God, it is not too big. May I ask you a question this morning? As many of us have this week, just like me and Carla, been reading books and watching movies and listening to podcasts to get ourselves together and on the path to self-improvement for this new year. How many of us have also taken some time to talk to God about it? To talk to God about the equipment that we need to do God's will that God can provide for us from God's power. Secondly, the thing that I see in the text is a blessing that says, may God equip you for his purpose. The text says in verse 21, equip you with everything good for doing his will. Here, the writer reminds us that it is God's work in the first place. It might be our passion. It might be something that we feel called to. It may indeed be something that energizes and motivates us, but it's God's work. And like any good boss, God can be expected to equip us with what we need to do the work. Uh, my mentor, Dr. Reginald Blunt, often says this to me. He says to me, Demetrius, focus on mission because money follows the mission. 
Don't worry about the money. That stuff will take care of itself. Focus on purpose. Focus on mission. And so my prayer for you on this first day of the year is that God will give you everything that you need this year to do God's will. So you need more discipline and structure. May God grant you that. So you need support with home and family responsibilities so that you have the capacity and the brain space to do the aspects of what you've been called to do outside of family and home. May God grant you that. So you need the ability to push through fear and vulnerability issues. May God grant you that. And so you need more skill, more knowledge. May God grant you that. So you need more money or certain kinds of people in your network. May God grant you that. May so you might need the right opportunities, the right platform. My, my, my prayer for you this morning is that may God grant you that. May God equip you with what you need for his purpose. Lest I keep you too long, the last thing that I want to say is may God equip you for his pleasure. It's right there in verse 21. Verse 21 says, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him. Can we turn the furnace on? It'll, it'll, uh, the, um, it'll give white noise to cover the kid's sound. When you spend a little time looking at scripture, it's amazing what pops up. When I was studying this text in preparation to preach, I got stuck in the middle part of verse 21. That part just stood out to me. It says, may he work in us what is pleasing to him. As I read that over and over, I realized that the writer is suggesting that God is not only equipping us, but that God is also animating us. And the reason that God is doing, it, doing that is for the purpose of pleasing himself. In other words, we are God's instruments that God has created. But the body, the body of a violin can be beautiful. The, the body of a violin can have wood that it is made from that is simply gorgeous. The, the stain on the wood can be impeccable. But the violin is incomplete until the creator equips it with strings. Uh, once the creator equips it with strings and tunes the violin, now the creator can play the violin. And the creator can enjoy some music that is pleasing to themselves. I'm getting ready to close this sermon when I tell you this. We are God's instrument. We are violins in God's hands. Our purpose is to play a melody that pleases God. Where some of us have felt that we have fallen short in the last year is that we are either waiting for strings or we feel like we don't have enough strings for God to get the music out of us that is pleasing to God's ears. We do the work. We engage in the work hard. But we feel that we are still short in needing to be equipped to do the work that is pleasing to him. My prayer this year is that God will equip you 
with the strings that you need so that you can make sweet music that will be pleasing to God's ears. For me, I already know that the community fund work, the cooperative economics work is the will of God for me to do in 2022. I just need God to put some strings on so he can make the music of Christian charity and generosity and sharing so that it can be played through the instrument of me in our congregation, which will be sweet music to God's ears. Some of you already know or are operating in the work that God has called you to do, but you feel hindered and hobbled like you're missing a string. My prayer and, and trust this year is that by your faith, your diligence, your work fused with faith that God will equip you with everything you need to make music to his ears. I close by simply saying that what God needs is not the smartest vessel. What God needs is not the best vessel. What God needs is a willing vessel. God needs is a willing vessel. God needs an Isaiah who will respond to the call and say, here am I, send me. He needs a willing instrument that will say, Lord, I'm available to you. He needs a willing vessel that will say, here I am, take me, shape me. Mold me, disrupt my plans, disrupt my presumptions, disrupt my preoccupations so that I can be an instrument that brings glory to you. I'd be remiss if I close this sermon without looking at the last part of the verse. Some may ask the question, why is it important to be equipped by God? Why is it important to be equipped by God to do work assigned by God for the primary purpose of pleasing God? Why is that important? The answer is right there at the end of verse 31, verse 21. It says, to whom belongs glory forever and ever. Amen. The reason that we strive to do the will of God in the earth so that God will be pleased is because God deserves infinite glory forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. And so if, if you're like me and, and Carla, like this week, it's supposed to be like a vacation week for me, but I, I'm restless when I'm getting ready for a new year. Some of you have been that way as well. You're looking back over the year like an athlete studies game film. And you're looking back and you're trying to realize what could I have done better? What went well? What didn't go well? What are, what are ways that I can move differently in the next year? What are ways that I need to improve? And so I've been reading over the last week listening to podcasts and audiobooks over the last week, seeking to improve myself. And all of that is good and necessary. But let us not forget an essential tool that we have, that for those of us that are doing Christ-centered work, and by Christ-centered work, I don't mean you working at a church or even working at a nonprofit, 
But in the work that you are doing, you know that this is a space that God has called me into. And I'm leveraging whatever means that I can to bring about the purposes of God through it. If you're doing that kind of work, God is obligated, like any good boss, to provide for you the equipment that you need to do the work. But you got to ask for it. Our video production manager, Sam, when he started, I said, Sam, here's the link to B&H Photo. I don't know what you need, but I know you know what you need. Fill the shopping cart with the stuff you need to accomplish the purpose that I want to accomplish. And when you fill up the shopping cart, send me an invitation into it so that I can purchase the stuff that you need to do the work. He had to ask for it. But if I was willing as a boss to give him what he needs, how much more is the God that we serve? willing to provide for us those things that we ask for, that we need in order, not, not to do our work and will, but to do his will. I believe that about God. And so the posture, I think, for some of us is we just need to start asking. The Bible says that you have not. Why? Because you ask not. In the streets, they just say closed mouths don't get fed. It's the same thing asking for it. But then faith without works is dead. Yes, God is not going to download into you divine wisdom on how to do some things that are right in some books that you can read. For some of us, we got to exercise those library cards. For some of us, we got to start following more people other than like the friends who are stunning on Instagram. Start following some people that can impart some wisdom and some knowledge that can help us. For some of us, it might require us to go back to school. Let me say that again. For some of us, it might require us to go back to school. But we do what we have to do to mix faith with works because faith without works is dead. It's useless. Yeah. That's my New Year's blessing to you. May the God of peace Who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd, the God who's able to get Jesus up. May that God equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ. Why? To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your word today. I pray this blessing over us, that you will do your good work through us and that you will equip us for it. Give us everything we need, the opportunity, the resources, the skill, the network, everything we need to be, maxim to be optimally effective at what you have called us to do. Do it, God, for your glory because you deserve it. Lord, let us be your instruments today, God, that will provide sweet music to your ears. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Won't you praise God for his word?
Yeah.